Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. First impressions are everything. I don't care what anyone says. And it is crucial when it comes to attracting dates. It's the first thing a person sees when they walk through the door, you walk on a date, you walk in a party, it's your appearance. And people are dissecting whether they're attracted to you or not. And if you have potential. And I know this sounds superficial and people roll their eyes as you're listening to this and say, oh, but I'm such a great person and why does this matter? But at the end of the day, image does matter. And also even your conversations. And there's been a ton of research on it. And instead of rolling the eyes, this should be an exciting thing because there's not too many things in life where you can kind of do a few tweaks and empower yourself in the way that you present to get a different result. I mean, doing an inside job, that takes a long time, but there is nothing like getting a new dress, you know, a new pair of sneakers. If you're a guy, a new hairdo, just a new way of presenting yourself that would have a tremendous impact in the way that people see you. People are making judgments and assumptions based on just two things, the attitude that you have and the clothes that you wear. So what you say isn't even as important as how you show up. And those are the things that can really matter when it comes to opportunity and attraction. Your date is assessing if this is a go or not, you know, and how interested that they are in you. In fact, the first time you meet someone for a date sets the stage for f- the future of a relationship. In fact, a recent study revealed that first impressions of both compatibility and popularity are very influential in shaping the people we choose to pursue as potential romantic partners. And first impressions have a tendency to linger around and influence whether you desire further contact with that person with a potential romantic partner after that first meeting. So, you know, I always tell people, if you want to change patterns of your relationships, you want to change your story, you have to flip the script and change how things start from the minute you say hello. And what research also shows is that people make those judgments and assumptions about each other based on those clothes that you wear and the attitude that you have, which includes your energy, your body language, and your moods. I remember a while back, I worked with this guy who I think he was from kind of a remote area in the Midwest. And he was a bouncer and a security guy. And, you know, his wardrobe included baggy jeans that I think were from the 90s and a oversized T-shirt that always had labels on them. And he just never really paid attention to how he presented and his wardrobe. And he decided to do a, you know, kind of intensive with me. We went shopping. He later um, went to my co-ed retreat and it was just astounding to see the transformation. But up until this point, I mean, he he's, was dating later in life in the second act, as I call it. And he just really had no idea how to flirt. 
you know, how to, he didn't, he, he always said, I don't have game. I don't know what, I don't know what game is. And he was super nervous to go shopping with me. And luckily when we walked into the store, the men's department was having a special of some sort where there was like music and free shots of whiskey. So it kind of like loosened him up and I was dancing with him. And then he started really getting into it. Now, mind you, before we went through this whole process, like women did not notice him. He tried to reach out online. Um, No one would respond to the pictures he had up there. He never in a million years would think about approaching a woman cold in the field, as they say. So, um, after we started shopping and he got into it, I mean, he was looking fly. I got to say, like, you know, I put a nice button down shirt on him and some jeans that were slimming and a nice leather jacket to give him a little bit of edge. And I remember him walking out of the changing room and this guy had swagger. I mean, just with the clothes that he had on. And as he was walking around the store, like his body posture changed. He started like having more confidence. He was talking to the people helping and that had sticking power. So he went back into his remote little town and I got an email from him. Oh gosh, it must've been two weeks later. And he thanked me. He said, Kimmy, I never actually in my whole life, got response from women, like how I'm getting responses now. For the first time in my life, women are noticing me and I'm noticing that they're noticing me. And he gained some confidence to talk to women and do cold approaches and his confidence just soared. And I share that story and I have so many endless stories like that where, you know, you change up the way that you present yourself and by changing the outer confidence There's this symbiotic relationship between the outer and the inner where it gives you that internal validation because of the feedback you're getting, because of how you feel in your body. And that changes the way that you put yourself out there. So understanding the way you present yourself and how others may perceive you during that first first impression stage is so important in attracting what you want in a date. And it sets the tone for the rest of the relationship. And this is so important, more than most of you think. I mean, you can listen to podcasts, and by the way, keep listening to my podcast, but and go to therapy and read a ton. You can do all this work on yourself internally, but if you don't put yourself out there and pay attention to the signals you send, then love could pass you by. And here's the thing, it's not about changing who you are. But it's about marketing yourself so that people get to know who you are. Now, I know what you're thinking. You you say, I know this is important, but Kimmy, I'm just too shy. I'm, I'm more reserved. I'm in my head a lot. It's just too hard to put myself out there like that. I really need time to get to know someone or see if they're the right person for me before I can just turn things on like that. And quite honestly, I don't really like attention drawn to me. And I get that. I mean, listen, most of you've heard my red dress moment story. I mean, it wasn't until I put on that red dress and I walked out into the world that I realized how uncomfortable I was being seen. So I really had to lean into it and practice 
being seen. So if this is you, really pay attention to this. And I get that all of what you're feeling, but learning the skills to have a great first impression is something that can be taught. And making a great first impression is not luck. And it's not DNA. It's not something that you're born with. It's actually a skill. A sexy image isn't just about your size or your age. It's a skill. Flirting isn't just some gene that you're born with or not. It's a skill. And especially if you're dating later in life, you might feel a little rusty and dusty, or maybe you're a relationship person and you never really learn the art of dating. In fact, I am doing a live interactive co-ed workshop to learn these skills, and it's called First Impression Makeover. It's October 10th. It's coming up soon. So if you are interested, go to stophatingdating.com or check the link in the show notes to reserve your seat because this is a way that you can actually learn the skills. That's why I love doing what I do. You know, as a therapist, we analyzed a lot and I made connections for people, and I still do that. But what was missing is the how-to, right? And so if you learn how to do some of these things, like if you don't feel confident with your first impression and yet you learn skills like increasing your style, dialing that in and feeling really good about yourself, understanding your body language and signals that you want to send to the opposite sex, conversation hacks, all of those things, then that is going to build your confidence and you'll get the results that you want. So understanding the way that you present yourself again and how others may perceive you during that first impression stage is so important in attracting what you want in a date. And it sets the tone for the rest of that relationship. So with a bit of preparation and maybe a little creativity and playfulness, you can create a memorable experience that will leave that person you are trying to attract eager for more. And I still encourage you to come to my workshop, but I wanted to at least give you some, you know, useful tips that are fun and playful that you can use to charm your way into the heart of whoever you want to attract during that first impression stage. And I encourage you to just try at least one or two of these tips. And if you're still having a hard time, then take it to the next level and come to the workshop or even my retreat. So here's the first one. And you know, I'm going to say this, people, (laughs) dress to impress. It's always my motto. Prepare that dating costume, as I call it. Wear something that makes you feel amazing, sexy, and confident. I mean, think about as you're going out into the world, what message you want to present to the world on your first date or in a social event. Groom yourself, especially you men. I mean, you men, you don't realize how much we women really pay attention to just how you dress. Like there is nothing sexier than a well-dressed man. And if you just tweak a few things in your wardrobe, you'll be amazed at just how much we'll appreciate that. You know, putting together an outfit with intentionality is something that we appreciate. So focus on it and avoid any appearance that would make others think that um, you are trashy, dull, or invisible. And that goes for both you women and men. And try to wear something that stands out so people will remember you as, oh, I remember the one with that nice necklace or 
oh, I remember that guy with the leather jacket. He was hot, you know, rather than, oh, I remember the one with too much skin exposed or the one with the sloppy sweatshirt on, you know, Coco Chanel had a great, great quote. And she said, you know, people will remember the way that you dress. And I'm not going to say it totally like as she put it, but it was almost to the point of if you dress well, then people will notice you. If you dress poorly, then people will notice your clothes. Like that's what's so interesting is that you will stand out just by putting a really good outfit on. Okay, enough of that. Hey, I just want to pause for a second. I don't mean to interrupt your listening, but I have a really important announcement to make. A lot of you are saying that you're feeling really insecure about dating and have that strong desire to feel that sexy confidence when you're getting back out there, especially just feeling magnetic overall. And if that is you, you are not the only one. I've helped thousands of people, and you know this listening to my podcast. If you are listening to my podcast for a while, I help so many people with their confidence and find fulfilling relationships, especially if you're dating later in life. And that is why I'm holding a live co-ed interactive workshop called The First Impression Makeover. In just 60 minutes, you will get my proven techniques to craft your authentic style, master some body language hacks, make unforgettable first impressions and feel empowered to date. And now is the time to feel great about yourself, attract partners you click with and reignite your mojo. The first impression makeover workshop is happening so soon. Oh my gosh, it's around the corner. I just realized that. So get the details, claim your spot now. You can find it in the show notes or go to stophatingdating.com. This is your chance to take control of your dating destiny. Now back to the episode. Number two is have a positive and fun attitude. You want to focus on being authentic vulnerable, likable. People are attracted to relaxed, positive, warm, and happy attitudes. And people are not attracted to gloomy, tense, negative, or angry attitudes. I know this sounds elementary, but I can't tell you how many times I go out there in the field or I go to my retreats and I see what's written on your faces. You know, maybe you've had a busy day or maybe you're thinking a lot, but there are RBFs all over the place, resting bitch faces. And men, you have it too. I call it resting grimace faces. And sometimes we don't even realize how that energy comes across and it could make or break whether or not somebody is going to want to talk to you or ask you out again. And it is a just fundamental skill that you can really focus on. And if you don't, it'll kill a first date or encounter with someone. Number three is be aware of your body language. So around the point of, you know, attitude actually has a lot that goes into it. It is your body language, but more, you know, just kind of doing a deeper dive into it. Taking a look at how you present yourself bleeds into the date and the way that you communicate both verbally and non-verbally. In fact, your non-verbals, your body language and your facial expressions are perhaps the loudest thing you can communicate. Now, I know it kind of feels sometimes out of your control, but you can 
you can be aware of your body language and still act natural. Maybe it may not seem like it at first, but again, it's all about practice and repetition. When you do it over and over again, it will become you. And if you are aware of something, like maybe you're folding your arms, you know, or maybe you're keeping your shoulders down, your posture isn't good, then just focus on that and go out into the world in like just for a week and practice standing tall, you know, until it starts becoming more natural. Because think about it, what what is kind of a pattern for you and comfortable in a negative sense it's because you've been doing it for a long time. Well, you can course correct that by doing the opposite, but it's just a, like a muscle. You have to exercise it so that it really becomes stronger than the negative one. So let's say you're interested in what your date has to say. Tilt your head towards them, lean in. You know, these are nonverbal indicators that show your date that you like what they have to say, that you want to hear more instead of like standing stiffly or leaning away. So these are really important things because have you ever come back from a date and you got feedback like, oh, I just didn't feel the chemistry. Nine times out of 10, it's the body language. It wasn't even what was said, but it was a feeling they got from you. And that is why doing these little body language hacks can really make a difference. Now, in my workshop, I'm going to go over, you know, different kinds of hacks. I mean, there's something called mirroring. There's something called fronting. There's something called leaning. And if you're interested in any of those hacks, you definitely got to come and check it out. All right. Number four is be interested to be interesting. The psychology of attraction before and discovered that, this is what's interesting. One of the best things we can do to bypass the brain's naturally short attention span is to be intriguing, interesting, engaging. And this is actually going to hold your date's attention and will likely be more attracted to our date if they show the same traits. And it's simpler than it sounds, but honestly, just ask questions, you know, instead of just spewing off things about facts, you know, this is, oh, I get on my clients all the time. And we always practice the art of conversation because a lot of times what happens is either people are sharing too much or they're asking too many questions. Conversation should have flow and a way to show interest is not just to ask questions about facts and things like, oh, where did you get that dress or, oh, where did you travel? It's about the person. And if you ask questions in a more personal manner, like, oh, what was your favorite place and why? Or what did you like about school? You know, asking the, the person about the context of what it means to them will create more of that sense of connection and engagement, and it'll increase attraction every single time. So anytime the conversation hits a lull or you feel like there's just a one-word answer coming on, engage in further questions to keep that conversation moving. And number five, just to kind of spin off of that, really work on having an engaging conversation. If you're quiet or if you have social anxiety, 
the most nerve wracking part of going on a first date or meeting someone is trying to have that engaging conversation with someone you barely know. So you might get in your head, you hesitate, you stumble on your words because you're thinking too much or rather then you're just like letting the conversation flow. I have clients all the time ask me, Kimmy, can you give me a couple lines that I could like rehearse and think about before I go on a date or before I try to approach someone? And my answer always is no. Why? Because canned lines, and I see this on the apps where, where a lot of you are copying and pasting those prompts. Those are awful. Don't do it. Because it feels robotic. It feels like you're just copying and pasting things. If you go into a conversation with these ideas of what you're going to say, it's going to come across like a line. So I teach this formula called the social engagement formula, where it moves conversation from facts to feelings and how you can get out of your head and more into the flow of personal communication and storytelling. So studies show that if you're going on a date and actually, especially with women, this is what the study focused on. You should forget the cheesy pickup lines and opt for more of an interesting conversation starter instead. And women tended to rate empty compliments and failed attempts at humor poorly because a lot of you men are trying to do that to capture a woman's heart. But if you just you know, really come from a place of authenticity and try to get to know her, you'll win us over every single time. Women were more attracted to dates who sparked conversation topics that showed that they were curious, intelligent, and cultured. Now, if you're a woman, it's, I, I, this is something that women struggle with. It's really important to share more about yourself and not just sit there and be a good listener and make the guy feel great or ask a zillion questions. You need to share about yourself so he knows you and he can feel the depth and maybe then that'll help the conversation go in a more reciprocal way. All right. So you got it. I want you to practice this. You're going to either work on the way you dress, have a positive, fun attitude, be aware of your body language be interested to be interesting, have an engaging conversation, and let me know how that works out. I want to read an email that I got recently that kind of relates to what we're talking about. This is from Phyllis. She says, I was married for 27 years, and I have been single for four years. I have not dated well or even had much luck. I realized recently that I am not very good at flirting or attracting men. And while I don't think I'm unattractive, I struggle with confidence and I know I don't create a very good first impression when first meeting men. I would really benefit in learning some of these skills. I don't think men see me and I want to change that. Help! Uh, Phyllis, I love it. First of all, that you're kind of owning it and saying that you're the common denominator and that you want help in changing that. Anytime any of you say that, that's when I know you're ready for change. When it's something outside yourself, like, oh, there's no good men out there or men are jerks or that kind of thing. That is when it's harder to change because guess what? You'll always see it that way. So, you know, kudos to you, Phyllis. And 
the other thing I just want to compliment you on is being married for a long time can definitely make you feel a little rusty and dusty. So I just want to help you give yourself a little self-love on that. And, you know, it's hard when it comes to putting yourself out there as a single later in life. It, it, it's, it's really hard when it comes to flirting and feeling sexy and confident. And as I said earlier, it's a skill that perhaps has been dormant or you never learned it since you've been in a relationship for so long. And it sounds like you might have, dare I say, a little fear around it, especially when it comes to rejection. But the truth is that fear or lack of confidence will cause you to hesitate, get in your head, or even just shut down, which is going to keep you stuck. So your desire to put yourself out there and date is clouded by your lack of confidence. So opportunities just probably are are passing you by. All right. I want to give you just some quick tips around this and see if this helps. Number one, I want you practice being seen, you know, wear a bright color, buy a dress, do something different in your wardrobe that you've never done before and go to public public places and really just get comfortable looking around and notice who's noticing you. And if you muster up the courage to smile at them, then do it. Like just start there. Then Really be mindful of your posture, your body language when you're out and about. Stand tall, slow down the walk, smile, make eye contact, like really absorb the world. Like be be in it. Don't just go through it with blinders on. And finally, spruce up your wardrobe and take some pictures. Now, I suggest a photo shoot. And actually, I always mention my retreat that's coming up at my retreat. We do a whole photo shoot. And if you're a woman, we do, you know, hair and makeup and, and the full shebang. And it's amazing to see the impact it has just in the way that, you know, the women and the men move around at the retreat. I mean, everybody just looks like sexy. Like the last retreat, it was so funny. Um, we had a reception and the bartender, he didn't know what this group was about. And he asked me, he's like, are you the the leader here? I said, well, I, I guess you could call me that. He's like, what kind of group is this? I say, oh, well, why do you ask? Like, what kind of group do you think this is? And he said, well, I don't know. Like, they didn't tell me who you guys are. But when all of you walked in, I was amazed and just kind of blown over of how well dressed everyone is, how just, I don't know, you guys look like you're someone. <laughs> And I love that. Like he had no idea, you know, who we were. And this came from a young, hot bartender who thought the older women were highly attractive. So this, this stuff really works. And, you know, for you, Phyllis, look at yourself and notice what you love in your pictures. I think women overall tend to focus on what you are not rather than what you are. And the more you see the positives, then men will too. Because at the end of the day, before a man can love you and find you sexy, you have to look in the mirror and see that sexy woman or man. You know, that is really the message here with your first impressions. Yes, it's about, you know, kind of putting yourself out there so people notice you. But if you are not feeling comfortable in your body and you're not like really believing it when you look in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter the people you attract because people love people who love themselves. End of story. 
that's it. So I, like, if, if you're going to remember anything about this podcast, I really want you to take that to heart. Because understanding the way you present yourself and how others may perceive you during that first impression stage is so important in attracting what you want in a date, and it sets the tone for the rest of the relationship. I I really hope this inspired you, motivated you, you found this helpful, and of course, thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer, and remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in, and if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com, and again, if you struggle in that first impression stage where you are not getting to even a first or second date, come to my co-ed interactive workshop coming up. It is your crash course in finding your personal style, mastering that body language, making unforgettable first impressions, and feeling empowered with dating after 40. I really want to help you. It's happening soon. So just go to stophatingdating.com to claim your spot. I really want you to feel sexy, confident, and excited about dating again. And most of all, have fun doing it. All right. That's all. I, you know, just remember working on you is working on your dating life.